0: Gracious and Holy God, surround us with your Holy Spirit, the presence of your love, your grace, your forgiveness, your challenges for the the future. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, may they be acceptable in your sight. For you, O Lord, are our rock. And our Redeemer. Amen. I'm glad that the Knox Choir is seated up front this morning because before I go any further, I want to give you all a special thank you. Uh, the choir and Earl and Christina uh, for wonderful music last week. A thank you uh, to Shirley Rout who elegantly helped this congregation remember and celebrate its musical traditions and enjoy a newly newly commissioned piece of sacred music. Thank you to all of you. It was a wonderful Sunday. And having so so wonderfully celebrated traditional sacred music a week ago and doing so again today on Early Music Sunday, this week I'm going to go in a different direction with my opening illustration. I hope you'll go there with me. The following quote about church comes from rock and roll legend Bruce Springsteen. The church, Springsteen writes, was the world where I found the beginnings of my song. In Catholicism, there existed the poetry, danger, and darkness that reflected my imagination and my inner self. I found a land of great and harsh beauty, of fantastic stories, of unimaginable punishment and infinite reward. It was a glorious and pathetic place I was either shaped for or fit right into. It has walked alongside me as a waking dream my whole life. So as a young adult, I tried to make sense of it. I tried to meet its challenge for the very reasons that there are souls to lose and the kingdom of heaven and love to be gained. I laid what I'd absorbed across the hard scrabble lives of my family, friends, and neighbors. I turned it into something I could grapple with, understand, something I could even find faith in. If you don't know much about Bruce Springsteen, the richness of that quotation might surprise you. But Springsteen has achieved such great stardom and longevity not only because he is a tremendous performer, but because he's a great poet. His music gives voice to a particular kind of American experience of work and love and the grind of daily life that has made him deeply relevant for five decades. There's a spirituality to his lyrics— an indication that the raw material of religion is a part of his soul. And you can trace his spiritual life as you follow his music, from the angst of his young adulthood to the pressures of middle age and into the seasoned wisdom of older adulthood. He has given voice to the journey of life. Spiritual life is supposed to be understood as a journey, A benefit of our Fresh Spirit worship service is that earlier this morning, they heard the song that I'll be talking about in a few minutes by Bruce Springsteen. But there are blessings of traditional worship that can only be found here, and that are a part of this space, even, that we are in. Take a look at the ceiling up above you. A good long gaze. I've shared with you before that these cathedral ceilings are intended to resemble the hull of a ship. It is big, deep, and strong. It has room enough for all of us to be guided by the wind, or when we are of one mind to row together entering into a time of worship, we are supposed to be mindful that we are travelers on a journey through the life of faith. And it's that journey that I want to talk about this morning. The journey starts in childhood. If it happens in the right way, we learn as children that we were created by a good, patient, and forgiving God who loves us even when we fall short or when we fail. And we learn and internalize great stories of faith that give shape to life in the world. Adam, Eve, and the serpent. The Israelites wandering in the wilderness in search of the promised land. David's unexpected triumph over Goliath. The compassion of the good Samaritan. The Empty Tomb on Easter Morning as Jesus Defeats Death. These are stories that give shape to life. As we grow up, we start to ask different questions as our faith matures. Teenagers express doubts about the truth of it all. As young adults and into middle age, we strive for independence and achievement and experience disappointments and betrayals and may no longer tolerate a simple moralistic faith. As we age and experience a growing sense of our mortality, we seek the meaning of our time here on earth and wonder what might be waiting for us on the other side when God welcomes us home. We share our wisdom with children. These are all movements on the journey. As we travel together on this ship we call faith, there are ports that we visit and horizons that we gaze at along the journey, hoping that we will one day arrive at a place that we've hoped for and dreamed about. One of the oddities of being in church is that all kinds of different people are on this journey with us. There is only one sermon that's preached on any given Sunday, but it is heard by all of you. And you come into this room with a striking variety of experiences. Our experience of church is as varied as the number of people sitting in the room. Each of you bring your own story with you, and your own experience. This very morning, you may be having a very good day. Perhaps you awoke well-rested and feeling blessed, ready to come to church and to be stretched and challenged. Or maybe already this morning you've had an awful fight with your spouse, or a child, or a parent, or a friend, you keep replaying it in your head. Maybe you're terribly worried about a loved one who is sick, or are grieving a friend you have lost or are troubled by a hungry person you encountered encountered on the way here. These are just a handful of the countless ways we show up in church. God's word has an amazing way of giving value to every one of our experiences. They are all part of the journey of faith. We hear that in the voice of Jesus speaking to a crowd speaking to all of us in our struggles and giving us something to hope for. Blessed are the poor in spirit, he says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. These words invite us to bring our real selves and our true struggles and lay them before God and pray about them. Church also reminds us that it's not all about me. There are hundreds of others here with us in the boat, even in this very room. People sitting to your left or your right or across the aisle from you. God miraculously attends to each one of us to members of our family of faith who could not come to worship today, and to God's children around the world. So many of them exist this morning in circumstances we can hardly even imagine. The brilliance of Springsteen's poetry is that he sums up in just a few lines what it has taken me paragraphs to try to say. My favorite song of his is a lesser known one called Land of Hope and Dreams. In it, he describes the very journey I've been talking about, the journey through a hard Scrabble life in hopes of arriving at the promised kingdom of love. Springsteen's chosen image, rather than a ship,
1: is a train. Grab your ticket and your suitcase, thunder's rolling round this track. Well, you don't know where you're going now, but you know you won't be back. Well, darling, if you're weary, lay your head upon my chest. We'll take what we can carry, yeah, and we'll leave the rest. Big wheels roll through fields where sunlight streams. Meet me in a land of hope and dreams.
0: The verses of the song, like that one, tell the story of that first part of church I was talking about. Every person makes a decision even if by accident or fate, whether or not they're going to come along this journey of faith, whether they will accept its risky unknowns, bring what they can carry, and leave other things behind. Along this journey, we find people along the way who we can lean on and count on. If we make the choice... To go on the journey. We do it all in pursuit of an amazing promise of the gospel, a promise God has in store for us, a promise I believe is about this world as much as it's about the next one, a promised land of hope and dreams. And then in the chorus of the song, Springsteen reminds us that the greatness of the journey is that we are all on it
1: together. Well, this train carries saints and sinners, this train carries losers and winners, this train carries whores and gamblers, this train carries lost souls, I said this train, dreams will not be thwarted, this train, faith will be rewarded, this train, hear the steel wheels sing in this train, bells of freedom ringing. Bells of
0: freedom ringing for everyone. Not enslavement or a feeling of being trapped or stuck in your life. Bells of freedom ringing for everyone. It's a vision of what it means to be on life's journey in a community of friends where everyone belongs. Where merit or wealth or resume gain you absolutely nothing. For all you need is who you are. Who God made you to be. It's a journey where you don't need a ticket at all. And that's the last line of the song and the only line that is overtly theological. The line closes or the song closes with Springsteen saying over and over again, you don't need no ticket. You don't need no ticket, you just get on board and you just thank the Lord. In our annual meeting today, we handed out a report of what happens in this community week in and week out, and every day in between. We do God's work here, and we do it far from perfectly. There's always more to be done, but we are on the journey together. In the annual report, we are told the usual information about the happenings around our church, but more importantly, We spent the last year collecting pictures of the faces involved, the people, and we showed you a lot of them. My hope and dream for us is simple, that in the ceiling of this church, the poetry of a song, and most of all in the pictures of Knox's children of God, the young ones and the old ones and everyone in between, you will find yourself swept up in God's journey, that you will know that you need no ticket, that you will get on board, and that you will
1: thank the Lord. Amen.